Hello and welcome to Shrink, the podcast for the mind. I'm Philippe Taron and I talk to the people who want to have a better understanding of their issues with weight and body image. So there we are. We are in 2024 and um, this episode is the first one for this year. It's the first one for this new season, which is season four of uh, Shrink, the diet for the mind. And I will start by thanking all of you who are listening and sharing this podcast. It means a lot to me and it really makes a difference. It helps me acquiring the right material to do it. It helps me also keeping my motivation at the best level because I can be lazy sometimes. So this podcast episode is called Design Your Own Diet. There are two moments in the year when I get much busier as a therapist. One of them is by the end of spring, um, when many of you start thinking about their summer holiday and they want to look good, they want to lose weight before wearing you know, this beautiful dress they've bought or before wearing that swimming suit that they had uh, last year and they want to make sure they can still fit in that swimming suit. Or there is the second or third week of January um, when some of you have started a diet and they now realize that they cannot stick to it. So if that's your case, you maybe you're scared and you feel bad thinking you're going to fail again. If you've lost some weight, you feel terrible knowing you will put it back on quickly after all these efforts. And it's really a terrible feeling if you've been there before. It's not always about losing weight. Some of you decided they wanted to eat more healthily so that they will feel better. Some of you also decided to stop drinking alcohol on top of starting a fat diet or as part of it. On paper, these fat diets seem pretty easy. If you just stick to the rules, you lose the extra weight. That's on paper though. In real life, things are different. In real life, you don't always have enough time to find the right ingredients and cook them or you don't always have the budget for it. In real life, maybe you live with someone and that person eats in a different way. And you don't want to put them on a diet just because you're going on a diet. So there you are eating according to your diet while she or he is just eating whatever they want. In real life, you may be invited for a drink or a meal at a friend's place. And that's a dilemma. Will you go? By the way, it's not unusual for the people who are on a diet to avoid any kind of social event just to make sure they won't succumb to the temptations. So for as long as they can make it, they somehow isolate themselves. For as long as they can. You may decide to go and not eat, then feeling like you have to explain to your host why you're not having any of these delicious let's say melanzane parmigiana, and why you're not trying the delicious red, red wine they've bought for the occasion. So it's like you've got to justify, you know, the extra weight that you've put on, and then people start commenting about it, saying, no, I think you look, you look all right, and uh, maybe you shouldn't do a diet, or maybe they'll say, oh, that's good for you that you're going on a diet, I'd like to do the same, but I mean, anyway, all kind of comments which are not making things easier for you in any way. In real life, you may be buying and cooking the food for your household, and this means you'll be spending more time at the supermarket, more time in your kitchen preparing all that food. 
in real life, that piece of chocolate comforts you when you're having a hard time. That bag of crisp gives you company when you're watching the television by yourself. Okay, I'll stop now with this comparison, but you get the picture. So what's the alternative? If you want to lose weight or even just eat more healthily so that you feel better altogether. I have called this episode Design Your Own Diet. And what I mean by that is creating a diet that suits you in all aspects of your life. In order to do that, you will need to be curious about yourself. Do some introspection, probably. You will have to be aware of your habits and understand how they've appeared. You will need to do that in a totally non-judgmental way, keeping any guilt aside. Because, as I've said many times, and you probably know, guilt is our worst enemy when it comes to changing our habits. And in fact, I'm not only speaking about your eating habits, but every habit that somehow interferes with your eating pattern. Most serious nutritionists, and I repeat, I'm not one of them, I'm a therapist, not a nutritionist, But most serious nutritionists consider that the Mediterranean diet is the healthiest one. This has been shown in many science-based studies. But what is the Mediterranean diet? These are the main principles of it. First of all, it's not a fat diet. We should eat a variety of fruits and vegetables. This will provide essential minerals, vitamins and antioxidants. The fats from olive oil and nuts are good for your heart health, so they're recommended as part of your diet as well. If you're eating some bread, make sure it's whole grains, so that you'll get a good amount of nutrients and fiber. Try to avoid red meat and have some fish instead. Moderate your wine consumption and prefer the red one if you do have some. And most of all, stay away from processed food. I truly believe that this is the healthiest way to eat. I also enjoy that kind of food, and that's how I eat most days. I say most days because sometimes I don't. If I'm invited somewhere, I'll happily eat something different. And if I'm inviting someone at home for dinner, well, I'll make sure that I will uh, prepare something that that they like. I'm not going to stick to a, a strict Mediterranean diet, and I will enjoy sharing that food with them. The same if I go to a good Italian restaurant, I will try their penne alla rabbiata because it's one of my favorite dishes. That's somehow my plan. And my plan is eating what looks like a Mediterranean diet most of the time and still enjoy some food that is not considered as part of it in some circumstances. And it's very sustainable for me as I feel like I'm free to eat what I like when I like it. But that's me. It suits me. To be honest, the Mediterranean diet can be quite expensive and time-consuming because most dishes require to be cooked in the proper way. So my plan might not be your plan after all. And that would make perfect sense. So let's speak about your plan. I think it would be a good idea to start by writing down what you usually eat, let's say, in a week. The Food and Emotions Diary that is in my book is a very useful tool for that. It helps you track what you've eaten, in which circumstances, but also your hunger and how your emotions influence your food choices. 
I'm happy to send you one at no cost, of course. If you feel like it could help you, just send me an email or a message and I will send you one. Start with that without changing anything in your diet. Write it down on a piece of paper or in your phone. I would recommend that you do it straight away because I've seen how we can be forgetful about what we're be we've been eating and drinking. Also, write the circumstances when you're having that food. For example, at work or at home, by yourself or with your partner in a restaurant or a cafe. Once you've done that, at the end of the week, have a look at it in a kind way, in a non-judgmental way. When did you overeat during that week? In which circumstances did you snack even though you were not hungry? Do you feel like you've been eating whatever was prepared by the person you eventually live with? I mean, once you have a better idea of your eating habits, you can start changing them at your own pace. When I say at your own pace, I mean that you shouldn't do some drastic changes all at once. Start with a few things and see how it feels. You should really see this as a process. And remember, it's not a fat diet. It's all about eating more mindfully and healthily. You will see that some habits are hard to change. Not eating that bag of M&M's when you're watching a movie gives you so much satisfaction that it would be like a torture not to do it. It's fine. See if you can eat less of them. Maybe half the quantity you usually eat. Eating them more slowly can help you achieve that. So that's putting some in your bowl and store the rest away from you. I mean, I'm not going to list every situation that you may encounter. There's so many of them. But you get the picture. And I'm not saying that it's easy either. I have done a entire, an entire uh, podcast episode about habits. And you may want to listen to it and see if it can help you. It's more complicated than sticking to a list of rules that you will find in a book or on social media. But that's only at first though, because when you will have found out what is right for you, you will feel free from any rule. You will be your own inspiration. And that's such a nice feeling. You will also know that you can trust yourself if certain circumstances in your life change, for example. And you will find your way to adapt to what is right for you. Keep in mind that enjoying what you're eating is essential. It's really the main thing. If you don't, you won't stick to it. So enjoy that food. And, you know, in the best scenario, enjoy the people you're having it with. That's really essential, I guess. That's probably why it's called also the Mediterranean diet, because it's also about what's around the food. But that, I guess, would be a good subject for another episode. So see this as a journey. A journey towards eating in a way that is close to you, a way that suits you, a way that's sustainable. And you won't find it straight away. You may make some mistakes. Maybe you will uh, see that, you know, things change uh, according to the seasons, for example. Maybe when it's winter, you feel like having some more comforting food. Maybe um, if you were in a relationship and then suddenly you're not, or not that suddenly, <laughs> whatever happened to you, well, your diet might change. And then what was right for you at a, cert at a certain point isn't right anymore. So it's... 
like a never changing um, way of eating. But again, if you know how it works, you can adapt to the circumstances and you're free from any fat diet. And believe me, that's the best that can happen to you. That's what I wish for you. Thank you.